Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to the Believe in Pit podcast. We're going to get right to it. Zay, you hit up your connections. We know you have so many of them, and you got us a pretty cool guest here today. Really excited to talk to this guy, but I'm going to give you the honor. You did all the dirty work. Why don't you introduce him for us? Well, you know, I got to do the intro, so let me just uh, break it down real quick. Deal, new, 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 new. What's going on, everybody? And we're back, and we're most certainly better on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? With Nick Hederick, and we do have a special feature today, and that's my boy Hudson Primus. Hudson, Hudson Primus, and it's my boy, one of my, my closest guys, you know, that I played with back in a uh, pit. And I, I'm excited for this one because you know, we we shared lots of memories and lots of cold mornings. Lots of we man, if we just go back, and this is my boy, then he's hardworking cat, and you know I wouldn't want anybody else on here. So, yeah, I'm excited to talk today, man. Like, what you got going on, Nick? How you been feeling, bro? I'm good. I'm good. I'm gonna put you on the spot, actually, right out of the way. Oh, now we talked to we eat both of you. Actually, this is uh, this overlaps both of you. No pressure at all. Uh, A few weeks ago, we talked to Trey Tipton. And he okay. said Zay had the best hands of anyone he saw on the team. And I know you didn't play wide receiver, but I need another opinion on that right now, if you would be so kind as to uh, give me your two cents on that one. Man, Trey says Zay had the best hands. I say that's not even, like, crazy to say, though. Zay had some great hands. But at the same time, though, we had a lot. We had a lot of good receivers. We had a lot of receivers that could just – straight up go like Zay knows like we had some dudes in that receiver room. Zay hands were valid like for sure. Yeah. Wow. That's that's valid for it. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take valid. It. All of our I'll guys could catch all of our yeah, guys thing. Like we had some really good players at Pitt. Like people don't understand like the level of talent that's at that level of football. Like it's crazy. It's out of this world. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I love inflating your ego, Zay. It's one of my favorite things to do. Nah, you want to know what it does? It just brings a smile to my face, and I, I just want—I just want to shout out because I got the new podcast. I got my podcast equipment and stuff, so I'm a little happy about that. But what makes me even happier is that, like, seeing my former players just acknowledge it—it just—it just brings a smile to my face. But you know, enough about me. Let's let's talk about my guy Hood. What you got? What you got? Any questions, Nick? I was gonna say, if you want to go first, feel free. I oh, yeah. I, kind of, I got the shot in at you. Now we're good to go. Now the ball's <laughs> rolling down the hill. <laughs> now nah, I'm not even gonna hold you. That threw me off guard, but I appreciate that. Hudson, me and him was go. We would go at it in practice a lot. A lot you know what I'm saying? Especially yeah, like, definitely did. We definitely we did. go we go at it. And if I could like bring some clips once we start getting the video footage and stuff like that, I start bringing clips out. And you know what I'm saying? It would definitely be fun to watch that. I'm not going to lie. But my guy Hood, first, like my first question, what is your favorite memory playing at Pitt? What is your favorite memory, bro? Tell me. Man, favorite memory. If I had to choose one, I would say when we won the ACC championship, I would say that because that was just a crazy experience for everybody and like that was our junior year and i'm starting to get a little bit older so i was really able to see like everything come together not just on offense and defense and special teams but like behind the scenes and realizing how important everyone is and like making a college football program you got the training staff you got the equipment staff you got the video staff you got 
you got administrative staff, you have all these parts that have to work together to work cohesively as a unit to see, to make the product that you, that we put on the field every week. And I feel like that was just our year. Everything clicked for us all year and we were able to put it together and, and go on a really nice run. Um, off the field, just being with the guys in the locker room, developing those relationships. I met some of my best friends that are still my best friends to this day while I was at Pitt. And that was just because on that schedule, you really see your teammates every day. So it's just like you have no choice but to like, but to talk to the guy next to you and learn about him and, and learn about his background, learn why he's doing it, understand where he's come from, where he comes from. And I feel like that was all just really great for me playing at Pitt. Yeah, nah, no doubt. And I can actually relate to that. You know, like our, our locker room was deep. Like we had a deep locker room, like from variety of different, like a very diverse room of people coming from like different places. Like Florida, you had Jersey. <laughs> Shout out Jersey. You had, Jersey. you had, uh, what you come, where are you from again? Washington, right? DC. DC? Yeah, DC, yeah, man. We, we just had a very diverse room and it was like connecting with each other on and off the field, even if it was like in the classroom. But I feel like that locker room, we built that connection because we knew what we had to bring to the table. And I feel like that that connection was that we had with each other will never get lost. Like it, it, it's a connection, like a bond that will never be broken for us. So I, I really feel that for sure. And that right. ACC championship, yeah. that ACC championship, nobody could take that away from us, bro. Nobody could nobody take could. That. So I'm gonna try. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and use this applause sound because we 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 earned that. Definitely did. Wow. Yeah, bro. That's beautiful. <laughs> that applause. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. I had to do it, bro. I had. To, I got my new podcast equipment. I, I, I knew you were going to. I could see you itching to do it. Yeah, I, I had to, bro. I had to. But hey, second question, hood. Second question, hood. Um, so, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we are a little bit older now, you know, being us, you know, we're veterans, we're, we're over here veterans. And I know we, we drifted off to our other spots that we are now, but if there is any advice that you would give to like any athlete coming to Pittsburgh, whether either sport, like, you know what I'm saying? Whether it's like they coming into that atmosphere of being in Pittsburgh, like what, what advice would you give them, bro? Because I know you had, you was, you give a lot of advice to people. So I, I'm kind of curious what you had to say, bro. Bro, this isn't just for athletes. This is for anyone spending any amount of time in Pittsburgh. The one advice that I would give, you have to dress warm. You have to dress warm in Pittsburgh. Like, I'm from D.C. I'm from up north, and it gets cold here, but I wasn't even prepared for, like, the level of cold that's in Pittsburgh. You know, Pittsburgh sits right in between those three rivers, so you have that that wind blowing off the river nonstop. So, like, mm -hmm. October to, like, March, man. It's rough. So, yeah, dress warm. If you think you're dressing warm, dress warmer because it's going to get cold. It's going to be raining. It's going to be snowing, all that. Dress warm. And, and and Nick, bro, we we practice right next to, right next to the river. like Right where, next to the river. When I tell you we had to practice outside, and, oh, oh, man, that we had, we had this thing called uh, the rocks. And... We had the sometimes we had to that's like for the scout team more so we had to wake up early morning sometimes to push the sled if people was late outside like six a.m. damn near I don't remember the time but it was damn close to that 
It was 6 a.m. It was definitely 6 a.m. We were outside a lot. Like, yeah. Dudes were coming yeah. late. Coach wouldn't even say anything. We're outside on the side. Outside. Dudes Somebody. remember, bro. That's, that's yeah. a core memory of being that pit. Going outside for next man ends. Like, oh, you can't, you can't be late. Because if you were late, if one person was late, Everybody's Everyone's late going outside. It's it's not even a question on whether or not do we go outside, do we put our cleats on? No, get your ass outside so we can push that sled. Even if it was snow, I forgot one time we was in the snow. We was in the snow. <laughs> out there in the snow, bro. We was out there in the snow. Like it didn't even matter. The question wouldn't be if we were going outside. The question would be how long we were going. Oh. <laughs> The question would be if we were going to stay outside for a little bit and still go lift or if we would just be outside that whole lift pushing the sled. Yo. Sometimes we're outside the whole time. I'm telling you. Oh, I won. Uh, nah, because it wasn't the question of if. It was how long. Bro, we had Coach Stack. Coach Stack was one of our weight room coaches, and he was actually one of my favorite. I think if not, he was my favorite. You can attest to that, right, Hood? It was real cool, but like he just had a standard and he wasn't coming up off of that. So you had to respect it. And like yeah. looking back on it, it was in place for a reason. Like it really taught discipline because it mm -hmm. had taught like just caring about your brother and caring about the team. Cause it's just like like you you can't come, you can't be there, you can't wake up early to get there on time. Well, like everybody else is getting there on time. Everybody else is tired, so why can't you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was this it was the standard of accountability that he held for us and to us that we had to discipline ourselves. And man, it 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 teaches us to this day. Like, even if I have a meeting somewhere, even if I, I still do go to meetings, you know what I'm saying? But I expect myself to arrive there. Like five minutes early, five minutes early, five to 10, 15 minutes early, because that's the standard that he held. So that's that's deep, bro. That's the I, I really that, that you bring back core memories. And it, it's it's that definitely valid, bro. Nick, you have any um, you look like you're itching to say something, bro. Well, I, just <laughs> stories like that get me so excited to think of what's going to happen when like USC goes to Minnesota to play a game mm -hmm. in the Big Ten now. They're going to get off that plane and say, what the hell were they thinking moving us into the Big Ten here? Yeah, I, that's a good point. That is a good point. It's actually like the whole switches within the conferences and everything like that. And I'm still stuck on SMU coming to the ACC. Yeah, that's um, crazy. I don't this even is want... the most personal rivalry I've ever seen is Zay versus SMU getting uh, into the ACC. Man, nah. And then getting ranked ahead of Pitt in the uh, preseason predictions. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> Hood, you didn't know that. I didn't. I I I promise you, I was like, what? How you put SMU already over? You know, it didn't make sense. And I'm not even trying to think about that. But hey, Hood, my third question, third and final question for you, because I know Nick has a couple questions probably. Um, what is your favorite memory with me at Pitt? What is your favorite memory with Zay? Isaiah Stewart, Hudson, what's your favorite? You know what I'm saying? We we go. Listen, there's, I'm already known there's a lot, but I'm I'm interested. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Man, I'm going to say this, and, like, you're probably going to laugh, but my favorite memory with you would probably be all those times that we were in Scenario, bro. You remember Scenario? <gasps> scenario used to be crazy. 
So, Nick, you don't know, Scenario was like a club. Scenario was a club, basically. It was a, a form of church that they turned into a club. Not and too much. This freshman year, we've been but 18, 19. We can't go to the actual bar and drink mm-hmm. and all that. But wow. Scenario was a college night on Thursdays. So, every Thursday night, before the next man in, you feel me? Before the next man in, the club all night to like all two party going hard. So, yeah, some Scenario used to go crazy. We Yo. Two, three in the morning. Sleep for like three hours and get up and go lift. Freshman year was wild, bro. I'm telling wild. you, be on anything. We used to really get up and go do anything, bro. That shit was so much fun. I'm not even gonna hold you, Nick. That's why I said not too much because those nights, those nights, we got little kids listening to us. No, not too much. Those nights got wild. Yo, I'm not gonna hold you, Nick, bro. When we was at Scenario, I forgot all about scenarios, and I think they shut it down. They shut it they- down like like probably a couple months after when COVID really started getting bad, like nobody could go to scenario anymore. They shut it down. Yeah. Nah, those nights at scenario. So we had lift the next. So it was only, I think it was on Thursday. It was Thursday night. Yeah, it was Thursday night. It was Thursday night. So it was, it was, it was me, you, Will Gibson, Bryce, Gibson. Bryce Nelms, yeah. AJ Woods, Kai yeah. Wright. Yeah. We, we, had, uh, was it, uh, Deandre Jules. Yeah. Jules is in there. We had a bunch of dudes. We had some. a, Bunch of dogs with us, so nobody wasn't even thinking about stepping us or nothing. But we just had a lit time every Thursday before the before our Friday morning lift at like six a.m. So we only got like three hours of sleep, kind of. So, but me, me, and if you seen Hood take his shirt off, he had a white tee. He had a white tee. <laughs> if you seen Hood with a white tee on, you know Hudson. Primus was active that night. Well, that was demon time. That was definitely demon time. <laughs> college nights, boy. College nights was wicked, bro. That I really respect those. That was really a top tier memory. You over here bringing core memories back in my head, bro. I, I really appreciate that, man. Telling you, telling you. Hey, Nick, you got any? You got any questions? Those are those are all my questions so far. So I'm gonna let I Nick break, break it in. I don't know how I'm supposed to top any of that. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm give really, a little. I'm gonna give a little laugh thing. We're, we're talking about late night escapades. Now I'm supposed to go back and talk about uh, just football stuff. But hey, that's why we're professionals, I guess. That's why we make hey, the big bucks, eh? Hey, that's how. That's how. That's where it comes from. That's where it comes uh, from. you got all that new equipment. All that the big money we're bringing in. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, one thing I did want to ask, kind of scaling back to your high school career, being from the DC area, what made Pitt kind of the most appealing place for you to go to for your college career? Well, a lot of people don't know that like me going to Pitt really didn't have anything to do with athletic merit or athletic ability. Like I got into Pitt on an academic scholarship, and mm-hmm. it also helped that. My dad went to Pitt and one of my sisters went to Pitt. So I got accepted to Pitt through my grades and SAT, ACT scores, and I was able to receive a lot of financial aid. So it just made the most logical choice financially. And then when I got on campus, I was able to walk on. Cause like when you're already enrolled in classes, they can't really tell you no, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I guess that, I mean, it, it was money at the end of the day, like college costs, college is not free. So mm-hmm. I was just trying to, choose somewhere that made the financial burden a little easier on myself and my parents. And I'm not even going to hold you. This guy was a dog in the weight room. Oh, oh, yeah. I, oh man. Oh, you've seen him in the weight room? This nigga, Aki is head. Like, you, I'm telling you, 
Coach Stack, the the head weight room coach, was he? I think he would call you Primus. Was it Primus? Yeah, he used to play around me a lot, call me Primus and all that. Yo, I, my dog though. Yeah, everybody respected Hood because he was one of the hardest working people in the weight room I, I've I've ever seen. Like, I have yet to see like you know what I'm saying. Any somebody with that energy bring that energy in the weight room like him, and like he he was he definitely. Definitely was a, a, a inspiration, not inspiration. You are inspiration, but you were really a role model of what the energy should be in the weight room, bro. Like, but piggybacking I, off of that, like, it wasn't just me. It was really just, like, the culture that Coach Stack is yeah. working hard and holding dudes accountable. And I was only able to, like, bring that energy into the weight room because of what I saw the older guys bringing. Like, they were bringing that energy. So I'm like, yeah, like – if he's doing that, then yeah, I could do that too. And that was really just the mindset that I adopted. And I feel like the whole team adopted. And that's why we were able to be successful. Facts. Yeah, for sure. Uh, kind of going in line with that, how important was having that positive mindset coming from where you came from, knowing how much talent was on that team and what you had to do to get on the team? Well, how like essential was it to have that good mindset for you? Mindset was really everything because honestly, when I first got to Pitt, like it was a huge culture shock for me. Like I'm coming from DC, like I played pretty well in high school. I'm coming in thinking I'm the man. I'm coming in thinking I'm that guy. <laughs> like I remember, like my first couple of days when I walked onto the team, like I'm just walking around wide eyed. I'm like, damn, like it's really grown men in here. Like I'm like, yo, like I'm a little shook. It was just like I, I had never seen that level of talent and that level of abil- oh. level of ability, and like. It only just it blew my mind even more like when I started seeing guys go to the league. It's like Pitt, like we had some real dogs that Pitt. A lot of guys went to the league. So it's just like when you're playing with that, you have no choice but to be confident in yourself because everyone was confident in themselves and they should be. Like football's a very emotional, very egotistical driven game. So it's just like you have to have that ultimate belief in yourself if you're gonna have any type of success. Absolutely. And I, I read a story. I forgot you're one of the players involved in this. Um, if you don't want to talk about it, I'm sure you've talked about it a bunch of times, but we're going to have to talk about it again. When you hitched a ride with the UTEP coach to make it to the uh, Sun Bowl, can you kind of yeah, explain man. how that all went down? <laughs> yeah, man, the UTEP story, the Sun Bowl story. It was crazy. So um, we're playing the Sun Bowl in, in El Paso, and we're supposed to be there. Christmas Day, I believe. So my flight was leaving from from Reagan Christmas morning. So I get on my flight from from DC to Texas and everything's going good. Everything is going smooth. But then I noticed that my flight from from Dallas to El Paso, it kept getting delayed. Like it got delayed once. I'm thinking, okay, cool. I'll just sit down, go get something to eat. And that's when I found um Jake and Sam waiting in the airport. So we all we all hang up, we're all hanging out. And then the flight gets delayed again, delayed again. We're thinking, okay, like, what's going on? Like, we're supposed to be in El Paso a couple hours ago. Flight's getting delayed. Like, what are we going to do? We're thinking, like, do we need to get a rental car and just drive that nine hours? Like, what are we doing? So, ultimately, we figured that the flight's going to get canceled. Like, we're not about to sit up in the airport all night. So, we're like, yo, like, let's go. Let's go hitch a ride on the shuttle to go to the rental car company. We're going to rent this car. We're going to drive nine hours, split the time. We'll be in El Paso early in the morning, go to practice. We get to um the rental car company, and we're talking about what we're going to do, like our plan and all that. And then this guy and his family stops us. He's like, yo, like, what are you guys doing? Like, you need any help? And 
we're like, yeah, like we're trying to get to El Paso. We're supposed to be there. Our flight kept getting delayed. And he was like, well, like we're going to El Paso. You guys could just ride with us. In my head, I'm thinking like, who is this guy? Like, you feel me? I'm not, I'm not about to <laughs> like he said, Joe Golding, the um the the head the head basketball coach for UTEP. So obviously I had to I had to look him up. You feel me? I had to I had to verify his credentials. But once um once I figured out who he was, like he was telling the truth about all that. He has his wife and his kids with him. It's Christmas. Everybody's just trying to get to where they're trying to go. Like we ended up riding with him through Texas, middle of the night. And it really turned out to be a great experience. Like they really saved us that night. And I just thank God for them because I don't know what would have happened had they not been there that night. They were really our angels. It's a great movie plot if Hallmark wants to make another movie. <laughs> yeah, right? It's a phenomenal <laughs> plot. Swear. <laughs> That's all I had though, Zay. Did you uh did you have anything else? Um honestly, uh, you know, um, I'm just happy that Hood, you know, he took his time out and just come on here, answer the questions. And, you know, it's it's always a pleasure having a former teammate and some experiences that we had together. We can share them on here. And hopefully, you know, once this podcast blows up, you know, this will be one of the first that you could be like, oh, yeah, I was on there and I did my I talked with Isaiah. So, you know, that's that's my dog, Hood, and he'll always be my dog, man. These memories will never go. So. I appreciate you, Hood, even hopping on here. Let's give a hand clap for Hood. Yeah, so, you know, I'm proud. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you for sure. Sure. Um, Nick, I mean, shoot. I think that's it. <laughs> I think we're good. We. We established that you have the best hands on the team. We got the so far. Historian. So far. So far, yeah, because um, we're gonna get some more people on here to, that to, that can testify. You know what I'm saying? We one, two, two and a half. I'll do one and a half because you know there was our receiver room was crazy. Jordan Addison is on. You know what I'm saying? He's. I still, you know, what I'm saying I I have my I'm biased, but I still. That's, I'll take one and a half. Huh? Got though Jerry Wayne up there. Jerry Wayne. Oh, has- Jerry. Five hands that I've seen like Jared Wayne's hands were crazy. Yeah, Jared Wayne, Jared Wayne. I should get him. He, I should get him on. I roommated with him for like a year and some change. I should definitely get him on so he he can attest because we, we had some catching. Like our receivers didn't drop passes. We had really good receivers. No, we did. No, no, I'm not even gonna hold you because remember we had some. We had transfers. We had DJ Turner. Yeah, we uh, had some dogs. But that and was, Nick, I've I've always told. What did you say, Hood? I said that was just regular. Like we had good players across the board. Like we had players go to the league at literally every position. Yo, every. I mean, if you think about it, we really did. Yeah, and it's and you see them, hey Hood. You be seeing them in the NFL now, and you be like, damn, like shoot, we really played. Like we really played against them and with them, like on the same field. Like so, it's like. Like, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel real good. Yo, it makes you it makes you feel like, yo, I'm happy. I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? Our our dogs are doing good. You know, I think my brother can live his dream because I was with him. I was with him out there in that snow. I know the work he put in. <laughs> I was with him in that weight room, spring ball, camp, all that. So like I know. So when I see our guys in the league, I'm like, yeah, like hell yeah, keep doing that. Hell yeah. So, hey, wrapping up. Hey, Hood, you have anything last thing to say before, you know, we head out and I do the the final, you know, comments and stuff? 
I'm good, man. Appreciate you guys having me on. Like, I had a good time. Oh, man. Oh, that's tough. That's tough, man. Well, hey, all you listeners out there, I really hope that you're tuning in and you tune in. Keep tuning in every Monday, even though, you know what I'm saying? Keep tuning in, and I really, really want to enjoy this time and everything, expressing everything about Pitt and everything that we got going on here. So make sure you tune in. Hey, Nick, what you got? I was going to say, they dropped that full schedule for next season. I think oh. next week we're going to have to break it down. We're going to have to see how big of a blowout the SMU pit game is going to be through the eyes of Zay. We're mm. going to talk about some of those other matchups with this newly tweaked uh, ACC here and uh, give those record predictions. Zay's got that crystal ball, too. I, I'm here for the parlay making, not the uh, schedule <laughs> record predictions. But you know what? I, I think it's going to be can't miss TV, even though it's radio. Same concept. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you are the man. But listen, we're going we're gonna to talk about that next week. Everybody, make sure you tune in. Love you guys. Hit the like button if you can, but you can't. Make sure you open your listening cap ears, and we have a good day. We'll see you next time. See you guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.